Hi, and happy 2019. This is right now, and it is currently right now. Whenever you're watching this, that cannot be in dispute. So hello, this is Adrian, I'm Drew, and we have no Brian, but we're gonna clinky it up real quick and be with you here for a little while during this Wednesday morning. And we're gonna talk about some New Year's-y stuff and some booky stuff. Adrian here has, is this a New Year's resolution for you or is it just it a, kinda, it did, it, did it happen to kind of coincide? It, last year, my New Year's resolution was to write a letter once a month. And I loved doing it, but I realized that my handwriting is not as good as I would like it to be. And I can understand that. Especially when you're using fountain pens, it kind of, yeah. you want it to look really nice and really pretty. So there are a lot of people that think that either A, my handwriting is not too, not good enough for fountain pens. Like yeah. when, you, when I tell people like, oh, you know, I sell fountain pens. They're like, oh, my handwriting is too terrible for those. Yeah. Either that or they, or they think that when they buy a fountain pen, their handwriting is all of a sudden going to get better. Now I will say that my handwriting definitely does look better with certain types of pens. Yeah. But it definitely doesn't fix the problems that are still there. So yeah, yeah. for me, it definitely makes me write in cursive, but I realized that I kind of do this weird hodgepodge of half cursive, half mm -hmm. print, and it's not. Yeah, I've totally yeah. given up on some letters, so it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just bad. So that leads us to uh, this book. We don't currently um, have this in stock right now, but it'll be back. Um, so check out the product listing and sign up for the wait list if you're interested. But this is The Art of Cursive Penmanship by Michael. Master Penman Michael Saul. Yep. And if, uh, if you've ever frequented some of the larger pen shows, you've probably seen him around, usually wears a bow tie, <coughs> really charming guy, and more or less a living legend in the uh, yeah. writing community. Yeah. It was really cool. I've only gotten, you know, it's day two, so I've only done a little bit with it. But it was really cool to kind of read the introduction and read his approach to it because it just those little things that I vaguely remember when I was in second, third grade and learning cursive, but it's like, it's not your whole arm. It's just your hand or your wrist. Really? Or they say not, they say not to use your whole arm? Not yet. Not like your oh. elbow and your shoulder and everything. I thought you were supposed everything. to do that. There is a school of thought that says yes. Oh. And that is the Spencerian, I believe. Ah, okay. I believe. I, I'm always trying to do that and I can't do it. Yeah. But it's, my it's, wrist gets tired, so I'm like... I yeah. try to do this robot thing. And, and he even talks about how to like, have the paper and how you should have the paper and be D moving. Does it say it's supposed to be tilted? I haven't gotten that far okay. yet. Okay. He just talks about how important the paper position ah. is. Um, and how important it is how to hold your pen, which is why I like the Lamis for what I've been practicing. Because that Cause the little the groups. Grip, yep, it makes you hold your grip better. Nice. Um, and also, I realized a lot of the times when I'm starting with letters, I was doing like a tail. Yeah. And a lot of letters in in American cursive don't have that tail. And is that what this focuses on? Yeah, American cursive uh, handman. Cool. Uh, yeah, I find myself penmanship. I find myself wanting to do the the yeah. tail. Yeah, though the A was really hard for me because I've always done the the loop to the A, but really you should start at the top of the A and come down instead of the bottom and go. Yeah, it was mind blowing. Oh my! So this is a pretty cool book because. Yeah. Obviously, it's made by one of the few people in the world that can claim to be an expert on this topic. Yeah. And it's shockingly fountain pen friendly as well, right? It is. It is. What, what have you written with it in? I've what been using Noodler's uh, Squeetique. Uh-huh. Because I like, I like that color. It's That's fun. a fun color. I yeah. love it. It's a good green. Um, and it hasn't bled through. I mean, I've only done a couple of 
a couple using of them. a fine nib or extra fine there? Uh, it's a, my extra fine. Wow, that's a lot more blue than I remember it being. Yeah. So okay. you can see my beautiful practice. I like how it's got, you know, it tells you what you're supposed to do, some baseline, and then some, some practices there, which is pretty cool. Um, and it just talks about repetition. He says, uh, plan to spend about 30 minutes a day working on this and, wow. and um, it's muscle memory and repetition. So what's your biggest takeaway so far? Like I know you're just now into it, but what's have you had a wow moment? So so far I think the wow moment is I I was close on a lot of my letters, but just looking through the model letters, I mm -hmm. see those little extra tails that I've been adding that are kind of they make more work for me when mm -hmm. I'm writing. Or if you start the letter the right way, it's not as tiresome. Mm. Um, I just briefly glossed over, I think it was in chapter four, about how the Q actually has been changed. Like, you know, the old-fashioned cursive Q used to almost look like a weird number two. That's one of the ones I've given up on. And and in American, uh, American cursive, they've changed that to make it a little bit more like what we're used to seeing so i want to kind of get into that i'm i'm really a dork about writing and and uh well <laughs> you're in the right place why. <laughs> you're in the right job yeah um do you have a letter that's just a total nightmare for you or always has been um, maybe until you read this book a total nightmare or just one that you can never remember one that you always are challenged by so super embarrassing no but, no i haven't told yeah, you mine yet yeah well my problem is cursive D and cursive G. Yeah, mine was gonna be G. Yeah, I, it's it's really hard because like sometimes I'll start to do a cursive D and I end up doing a G. So you're talking about uh, capital G? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, it's I, hard. No, my capital G, I, I, when I first started uh, working here, this was seven years ago, or eight, closer to eight, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I kind of forgot how to do it. And yeah. I kind of had to remember. And th that G, for whatever reason, that did not pop back into my head. And it just hasn't sense. And yeah. I, I look up, okay, there it is. And I'll do it for a little while, and then it'll go again. Yeah. There's something about that letter. Yeah. Do you, uh, yeah, uh, let us know in the comments if you have a letter that is just the bane of your existence that you always seem to forget or not do the way you want to do it. Now, what's your favorite letter? I, uh, H's and A's. Because okay. the, when you find the way to make one seamless, like, um, the A just going up, down, and then whoop, over yeah. that's fun to do and yeah. when you do the h that kind of uh is just all Swoopy. one swoop yeah mm -hmm. that's just fun yeah so i like that but anything that has a fun tail on it you know yeah but i've been really enjoying a's recently okay yeah. okay um so moving on from the art of cursive penmanship because <clears throat> that one isn't in stock right now i didn't want to just talk about that we have a couple of books that absolutely are here right now and these arrived at our store a little bit more recently than this also being written by somewhat of a master slash living legend of the pen community. This one, and these two actually, are written by Andreas Andy Lambrow. And we've got Fountain Pens of Japan here, and then Fountain Pens of the World held over there by Adrian. Nope, more towards the camera. Oh. Oh. Yeah, get his nice, you know, glare. Oh, good, good. So we are not known as booksellers here, as you know, but these are actually right in line with what I think is really uh, interesting about our community. And really, if you're into fountain pens, you're probably not just into one singular facet of the fountain pen world. And perusing through these books, 
you see so many facets of the fountain pen world, the history, the inspiration, the design. And one thing that I've really liked seeing is how certain design elements follow through for so long. Yeah. And so he covers, you know, kind of everything else in Fountain Pens of the World. And obviously Japan, there's just a ton to talk about. Right. The craftsmanship, the artistry, the 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 national treasures, national oh, legends. Absolutely. It's just so steeped in history. And it's not it shouldn't be surprising, you know. Japanese culture is just so rich and they want that to come through in their pens. Even to this day, you look at how much they value attention to detail in what they produce in the fountain pen world. So these are extremely interesting reads and they have photos in them that you just can't find anywhere else. What do you... Just say something, Andy. Oh, we can help you. However, people, people know you're there. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So, no, I love it because these high-quality photos of such old pens, oh, wow. even on the internet, you can't just Google a lot of these things. So... Alright, can you just hold it up and face page, it to the camera? Page yes. 336 is very cool. Oh, which one? There we go. 336 had a cool sailor on it. So, one thing that I uh, was thinking about with uh, this in particular is... Oh, we have one of these? Yeah, except it's... Wait, no, hold on. This is Nakaya. Oh, never mind. No, this is Nakaya. So we have a platinum Caracusa that looks a lot like this. It's that blue... With the uh, engraving and the silver. How about that? That's very cool. This one is gorgeous. Look at that. Another Nakaya. Beautiful. Don't even... We're learning. We're learning. So just uh, take this home, memorize it, and you'll be a genius. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so check these out. There's... Sorry. Like, yeah, no, you could talk. You could talk so cool. hours about these, but they're all on the website. And additionally, if uh, you want some more book recommendations, last right now when Brian and I did our kind of New Year's uh, episode, he went through and discussed a number of books that are particularly interesting to him, kind of businessy, self-inspirational books. So check those out as well, as long as we're on the book subject. So let us know what your most common writing challenges are. We can chat about that. We all have them. I have no shortage of them myself. I feel like I learn a new weakness every day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll talk about them, figure them out, and we've got some resources to help you if that's your thing. Apart from that, here we are. There you are. Have an awesome day. Happy New Year. And uh, right on. Right on. Right on. That's what we say. <laughs>